0: Good morning, people, I just landed in your town. Good morning, people, I just landed in your town. Welcome to the podcast that's more useful than a Kardashian's library card. <laughs> Hashtag, Hashtag just, just saying. I said it. I meant it. (laughs) How often would they go to the library? Never. Never. Never.
1: Not As long as they have these around.
0: That's true. But, you know, it's like the the ambiance of the library is nice sometimes.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of fanciness. uh, Looking libraries out there.
0: A lot of fancy. There are some (laughs) haunted libraries out there.
1: I want to find those.
0: Uh, There's one in Cumberland. Farms? (laughs) (laughs) Not Cumberland Farms, Sean. Come me. Not Cumberland Cumberland Farms. Welcome back.
1: Welcome back. Yay. Your dreams are your ticket out. (laughs) Welcome back.
0: You know what I realized the other day? I have not, I've still not gotten to see Spider-Man yet.
1: neither. At this point, we might as well just wait for DVD or Blu-ray. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I wanted, I wanted to see it in the theater. I did. It was just,
1: I felt that way about a few movies in the past year, and I never mm-hmm. got around to it.
0: Ugh. And then it's <laughs> like everything happens, you know, and it's like shit happens. in, in like succession. Mm-hmm. Where it's just like, oh, here's this, and now there's this bill, and now there's this. Damn cars. <laughs> Sean and I, <laughs> Sean and I, are both crying. 'Cause our cars are mean to us.
1: Yep. <laughs> Thanks to mine, I can't go to Boston Comic Con tomorrow.
0: No. Yeah.
1: Want to meet one of my idols, Tim Curry. I'm I talk about constantly here. With Michael Keaton.
0: <laughs> well, you know what would have been nice if money! um well money is nice, yes. <laughs> but what 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 <laughs> what would have been nice? Would be if mm. that it didn't cost fifty bucks just to get into the comic con.
1: That's ridiculous.
0: Cause it's like I could have gone were it not for the fifty dollar entrance fee. Mm-hmm. If they knocked it down to like thirty five or something, I mean they're getting a kick out of they're getting a kick out of you. <laughs> I get a kick.
1: Kick the money out of you. Uh,
0: they get kickback from the people who uh who are signing. Uh for every autograph they get was it 5 bucks? And every uh photo they get 10.
1: Mhm.
0: Or maybe that's reversed. But still they're getting money. So why do we have to we the consumer <laughs> have to be penalized for that?
1: You're paying these people to be there mm-hmm. to pull us in. Right? We're not all rich people. <laughs>
0: What are you what are you up to in terms of uh the Rhode Island Comic Con?
1: Right now I'm still around the same only because <laughs> everybody that they've added in the past few weeks, mm-hmm. it still says TBA. There's no price there yet.
0: Oh, they're taking, oh. A, they're taking a
1: long time to get these prices off these guys.
0: See that makes me nervous. Because mm. they didn't Oh, you guys, Sean is Sean is very upset. <laughs> He's very upset. Would you like to tell the people why you're upset, John?
1: Guess who canceled <laughs> out on me again? <laughs> God damn Gutenberg.
0: Oh! Did you write...
1: Uh, one day. He was going to be the one day, and he can't even do that now. Man. Let me guess. Instead of going to make money and you know see fans that have been wanting to meet you for years... No, I'm going to go over here. I'm going to do some self video thing. I
0: rather self do that video than... thing.
1: <laughs> I rather do that than go to a Comic-Con and meet people. Well, <laughs> mm.
0: he's he's on Ballers, that show with The Rock. Mm. The Rock show Ballers and they are they got picked up for another season, so they'll be filming soon. I don't know when, but
1: Let me guess. That's why he can't make it.
0: I I honestly don't know. Let me tell you, man, I was upset for you. I was going to go on Instagram and be like, Steve, WTF? What's your deal, bro?
1: I went to his Facebook page and I messaged him. (laughs) Like he's really going to respond back to me.
0: Oh, yeah. You know what? We should get a a campaign going. All you guys should go to Steve Gutenberg's Facebook page and say that Sean is very upset. and He owes him something, something.
1: I messaged him. Yeah. I told him on how I saw that he had to cancel. I've been wanting to meet him bef- before at another um, convention a couple years ago. Mm. That he had to cancel out on that. So I asked, <laughs> is, you know, "Is there a way I can obtain an autograph from you anyway?" Yeah. And I'd like to be friends. Friend book. Friend, friend book. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> <Mark, laughs> I can't friend talk book. today. Facebook friends.
0: I like. Friendbook, much better. That's a much better name. It does sound cool. It does. Friendbook me. Copyright hashtag just saying. Friendbook. That's ours. That's awesome. Friendbook request. I got a friendbook request.
1: That's a way to morph those words together, huh? That
0: was badass. Oh, I love it. Are we friends on the friendbook? <laughs>
1: We are. We
0: are, yeah. You guys, um. you should go to our friend book page. Hashtag just saying. <laughs> We're on the tweeter also. <laughs> so you guys can tweet at us. Tweet, tweet. At just saying pod. I don't have a funny one for Instagram. Uh. <laughs> That's great. Friend book. I love it.
1: So, I still have yet to hear back from him. Okay. He's probably doing more selfie videos.
0: Selfie videos. He hasn't posted anything in a minute. Uh, He posted about the baller's thing. Give him five minutes. That's how... He posted about the baller thing. That's how I knew about it. And I haven't seen much since.
1: <sighs>
0: I'm, so, I'm sorry for you. <laughs> I really am. I really am. Thanks. I know how badly you wanted to see him. But, I mean, the, they added all those Revenge of the Nerd people.
1: And they're still adding more people?
0: They're still, yeah, they still are.
1: There's one page on the uh, Comic-Con site where it's like, all the Star Trek people here, and then you scroll down, all the Star Wars people here, and like, what the hell?
0: I, I want to know.
1: They got eight blank spaces with question marks. I can't For fucking, Star Wars.
0: I can't freaking think of eight Star Wars actors that they could have. Ooh, BB-8! <laughs> <laughs> I would love to be BB-8. It's a real robot, you guys. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm not playing. <laughs> I'm not here jiving you. Mm.
1: Well, we know David Prowse won't make it because he he's done doing uh, conventions.
0: Supposedly Mark Hamill is too.
1: I'm
0: <sighs> sorry. Can you imagine the Mark Hamill line? Oh my yeah. God!
1: And if he does end up coming to this one, mm-hmm. I'm really gonna have to make cuts. I'm going to have to make like, cuts off my cuts.
0: Oh, no! His cuts will have cuts.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh. His would probably be a freaking $100, probably.
0: Uh, yeah, I feel like his would be crazy expensive. Mm-hmm. Like 100 bucks.
1: Yep, so I'll be we- knocking off, like, two or three others.
0: I can't... I, all right, I'm picturing Anthony Daniels, because he's already... He's going to be in Boston. Is he? <laughs> yeah, Anthony Daniels, yeah, C-3PO. Oh him. He's yeah. at the Boston Comic Con. All right. So I can see him like, yeah, I'll come back and do Rhode Island. I mean, that'd
1: be nice cuz I can't make it to this one and even if I could, <laughs> I wouldn't have the money to see him. Right. He's like $90. So
0: I'm picturing that. Uh I don't I don't know who else. I'm very interested to know though.
1: Uh I'd be very excited to get Harrison Ford, but I think he's filming oh. um he's filming something right now.
0: Harrison Ford?
1: Oh it's like Harrison. A, it's like a continuation of a movie he did a long time ago. No, oh, the it...
0: Indiana Jones?
1: No, it's like a futuristic uh, movie.
0: Oh, the running not the running man. <laughs> <laughs> not the running man. I know what you're talking about though. Oh man. <laughs> uh shit. Uh I know I know the movie you're talking about. Because it's a... Uh...
1: Final vinyl. That's... <laughs>
0: Friend book. <laughs> I know the movie you're talking about. I just can't think Blade of Blade Runner. No. Yes. It is Blade Runner. Yes.
1: Yeah, good. Woo! Right good. there. It's not going to bother me all the, the rest of the show now.
0: Good. Oh. <laughs> Take a load off. Just relax. <laughs> it's Blade Runner. I don't think... I'm not sure he's the star. Um... No.
1: Might be like a supporting role or something. Yeah. Just to have him in it.
0: I know he's going to do another Indiana Jones.
1: I don't know how at his age. He's he's, He can't run. (laughs) He hurt himself on the Millennium Falcon when, um... He tripped!
0: (laughs) That's not fair, dude. I trip all the time. I understand completely. (laughs) He tripped. That happens. The problem is, is that, um... He got hurt. Near the beginning of the filming when he friggin' crashed his plane. hmm So he needs to stop flying planes. Yep. Just focus. <laughs> you have one job. One. Do the one job.
1: <laughs> and now Carrie Fisher passed. Right. Kenny Baker passed. Ah, uh, yes. They might bring Peter Mayhew. It was Chewbacca. He doesn't have good knees, but he's mm. he was at a... Uh, comic-con or something about a year or two ago
0: hmm. you know what i just feel like it's gonna be like the <laughs> here's my prediction all right tara's Terrorist... yeah. prediction <laughs> for the star wars people for around comic-con you're gonna get like the guy who played darth maul mm-hmm. right and somebody who did a stormtrooper in <laughs> return of the jedi and like I... one of the boba Fets. Yeah, it'll be a Boba Fett. Like, I feel like it's not going to be, like, um, I think... No I, major
1: names. Right.
0: I think Anthony Daniels, if they get Anthony Daniels, that will be, he will be, like, the creme de la creme of the Star Wars thing. Most likely. Yeah. They'll get, like, General Palpatine or something. <laughs> Jimmy Smiths! <laughs> Running scared! <laughs> oh, well, they could get, uh, they could get Billy Dee Williams. He went th- he went there last year. Yeah, he did. And technically he is Star Wars.
1: Yes. They bring him back. hey. Boom. Good call.
0: All right. But we'll see, I guess. I don't know. They haven't they didn't announce anything in the past couple of days. They've been kind of quiet.
1: <laughs> right. They're planning on it against me.
0: They <laughs> said, Shut- we're gonna wait for a little while. <laughs> and then Sean. We'll have his list And then we'll throw like Eight names out there That he wants to see badly And he'll have to Condense his list again A lot of crosses On that list
1: (laughs) Don't say go in there To see Like 12 to 15 Different people Mm
0: -hmm.
1: We'll be going there To see four And we'll be out
0: (laughs) That's fine That's fine
1: I'll be walking by Everybody else (laughs) Damn Well it's um
0: it's what is it, November? The beginning of November?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, that's a little bit of time. Thank God. We can we can both, you know, get our cars fixed. <laughs> okay. Jesus.
1: And that gives me plenty of time to uh, let my checks kind of add up in my account. Hmm. So by the time that comes around, <laughs> I should hopefully have more than enough. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Oh my goodness! Right now they got all the, most of the nerds. They got Donald Gibb who plays ogre. Right. They have what's her face who played Betty. Did you see that one?
0: Uh, I I must have. She's there. Okay.
1: No biggie to me, but. Yeah. Hmm.
0: They have, um, oh, oh, oh.
1: I'm, I'm picturing the screen right the now. The
0: guy who played Lewis, uh, Robert Garradine.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They got Robert Carradine. That surprised the crap out of me. Yep. That they got him.
1: The head nerd.
0: Well, yeah, and he doesn't, I don't think he does a lot of cons.
1: I haven't heard of him. Yeah. Really being at them.
0: That's, I was like, holy shit.
1: Rare appearance.
0: Yeah. And the thing that I'm wondering is, where they have half the cast... If there's not going to be some kind of panel or something.
1: Hmm. Hmm.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: I'm sure they're all be in the same area though.
0: Oh, probably.
1: Or maybe one long table with all of them that you can go. Boop,
0: boop, boop, boop. Well, that would be convenient, and they wouldn't. They wouldn't <laughs> would do be. that to us. They wouldn't do it. Uh. I'm trying to think. You still, you still going to try for Judge Reinhold?
1: Yep. Billy, Billy, <laughs> <laughs> Axel Foley, <laughs> I love your hair short. Turn around,
0: turn around. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh now which Beverly Hills Cop was that from? Three. Three. Oh, that I gotta tell you,
1: was Bronson and Pinchot as Serge.
0: Sean, Sean, show me, Sean, show me that clip like a couple of weeks ago of just the the scene with Bronson Pinchot in um in in Beverly Hills Cop 3. It was the best part of the movie. It was. I was like, "Oh yeah, this part was funny." And it's the last funny thing that happens in the whole fucking movie.
1: It's pretty much the only funny thing in the movie. Yeah,
0: basically, yeah.
1: Part 3 stunk.
0: Yeah. Oh. So by the way, so I watched uh a little bit of Perfect Strangers.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And the, the, the balky voice that he does.
1: Pretty much the same. It's almost it? the
0: same, right? Yeah. You saw it too?
1: Mm-hmm. But more of a, a, lower tone. Mm-hmm. Like he was playing that part in, uh, Beverly Hills Cop 1. Yeah. In 3, so. he was more, like, energetic.
0: Axe! Well! <laughs> Well, he's very excited, and he wanted to sell those guns. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta keep it moving, keep it moving. Gotta move the product. But I was, I was actually surprised because we've talked about this, I think, a few times, where I said I was hesitant to watch. Yeah. That because.
1: Mr. Belvedere.
0: Yeah, my my Mr. <laughs> Belvedere syndrome. I was afraid that it wasn't gonna hold up. I actually said that to my husband the other night. And he goes, you didn't like Mr. Belvedere? And I said, well... You know, I mean, it's okay, but it just... Parts of it didn't hold up. It felt like it was trying to be too... Too much. And he's like, oh, yeah, I get it.
1: You get a different look at it when you're yeah. older.
0: Yeah, a little bit, yeah.
1: Plus, when you're watching something like that as a kid...
0: <laughs> you
1: know, it just seems more fun.
0: Yeah. But Perfect Strangers was okay. Um, I laughed, actually. I... <laughs> uh, I really think... I didn't notice it when I was young, but I notice it now. Mm-hmm. Like, it's... It, I, I think it was a vehicle for him. It was definitely... Like, this wasn't meant to mar, to to launch the career of Mark Lynn Baker. <laughs> <laughs> this was like a What Bronson... did he do after that? <laughs> I have no... I, I'm thinking some kind of, like, off-Broadway show. Because that's... Oh, <laughs> well, he all. has to work somewhere. You gotta... Yeah, you gotta keep working. You keep moving, But, uh... I only watched
1: Perfect Strangers anyway for uh, Bronson.
0: Yeah, I'm thinking it was like a, a Bronson show. They gave him all the catchphrases. <laughs> they
1: well, of course not. Don't be ridiculous.
0: Yeah, I mean the whole thing was like the Bronson show.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy we do the dance of joy.
0: <laughs> but it's not a bad show, and I'm just I'm mentioning it because it is coming to Hulu. So if you have Hulu, you can watch. Perfect Strangers again. They're doing the entire TGIF, TGIF lineup. It'll be like Perfect Strangers, Full House, Family Matters. Um,
1: I just love that night.
0: Uh, I, probably another show. I don't know.
1: It was. I just. I don't, yeah, I'm like losing it
0: too. I wish they'd bring on Empty Nest. Hmm. I liked that show.
1: That was Saturdays at nine thirty. Oh, damn right. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember much. <laughs> Now, <laughs> but I can remember a lot back then in the mid to late 80s.
0: Yeah, I don't, well, I mean, I don't, I didn't pay attention to the time. I just knew that like, oh, this show is on now after this show. And after this show, I have to mm-hmm. go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> that was how I gauged time. Oh, when this show's over, I gotta go to bed.
1: <laughs> and then you see, so, oh, maybe I'll go to bed after this. I'll oh, stay no. up this time for that.
0: Oh, no, my parents were like, and go to bed.
1: (laughs) Oh.
0: Yeah. Then I got like, and I was in, I think it was like right before high school, I actually got a little TV in my room, because I didn't have one in my room before. Mm -hmm. I know. I'm picturing like people listening to this going, you didn't have a TV in your room? (laughs) No, I did not. I still don't. There's no TV in my bedroom. So I had a TV in my room, and I would stay up and watch the Arsenio Hall show. Woo, woo. <laughs> Which I thought was a good show.
1: It was. Yeah. Hey. I watched it quite a bit.
0: Yeah. Then I'd watch Letterman, too, when I could really stay up. Because that was when Letterman was on at, like, 1 a.m. <laughs>
1: it's like, oh. Friday, Saturday nights? Is that, uh, when, is that when you can stay up and watch it?
0: Yeah, like Friday nights.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You always, but, like, during the, wasn't Arsenio on at, like, 10 or 11?
1: Oh, I think 11. Yeah. Maybe around the time. Because I
0: would watch it when I was in high school. I'd watch it during during the week and then just be dragging ass <laughs> all day. The problem is is that in high school.
1: Back in our day. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and I, all right, I'm not worried, right, but this is kind of funny. In high school, uh, my first class was business, where it was mixed. You weren't doing much business. Nine In grades 9 and 10, <laughs> it was typing. And in grades uh, 10, uh, I'm sorry, 11 and 12, it was business where they teach you about check balancing and all this other kind of shit. Mm-hmm. So I get to class and business class and I'm just going, I already knew how to do that stuff. So I'm just like, oh, and I would <laughs> fall asleep. And there was <laughs> literally I would fall asleep now directly across and back one was this guy named Steve, right? Hey, Steve? Steve was a good guy. Uh, I liked Steve. He was one of those he was one of those like, you know those popular guys who will talk to anybody? They're social like, butterfly. yeah, he's a friendly dude. So Steve, for some reason, Steve and I were friendly, and when I would fall asleep, like right, like maybe ten minutes before class, he'd poke me <laughs> in the back and go, you have to wake up.
1: <laughs> you don't want to get detention. And
0: mean like, oh, thank you, Steve. Thank you, Steve. Slacker. Yeah. We have friends on Facebook. I should write him and thank him for all those times he woke me up during class. Friend book. <laughs> on friend book, I should write him and thank him for all the times he woke me up in class because, <laughs> oh, like, and if the teacher was passing papers or there was something that I needed to, Tara, <laughs> take one, pass it back. <laughs>
1: Thank you, you with a ruler or something?
0: Thank you, Steve Pencil. <laughs> Thank you, Steve! And I got... I actually don't think that I failed that class. I actually got a decent grade.
1: I got, like, a B. With Steve's help.
0: No, well, well Steve kept waking me up, but... I did the work. I did the bulk <laughs> of the work. <laughs> it's true. You can't stay up and watch Arsenio and then struggle through... Check balancing, it <laughs> doesn't work. Life doesn't no. work that way.
1: Nope. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Did you ever have like a really boring class?
1: Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> Almost every one of.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: every day was like now. I can't wait to get out.
0: <laughs> it was sad. I'm with you like a hundred percent. It's like okay, yep.
1: The only difference is, in school, you need a a hall pass to leave the class. Yeah. And now at work, I can just get up and leave.
0: Well, you may not have a job to go into the next day, <laughs> but you can get up and leave. <clears throat> that depends. <laughs> I was in, um, I went to a vocational high school where I took commercial art, and my senior year... Um, they would enlist the commercial art kids to do the display cases for the school and, you know, arrange photos and, hey, seniors, woo! <laughs> and do all these fun things. So the teacher always picked me. So he's like, I want you to go and do... And I I had a friend in class uh, named Christina and I'd be like, Christina's got to come. <laughs> and he'd be like, why? Because I need, I need help. So the two of us would get a hall pass. We'd go, we'd work on it for like 5 minutes and then wander the school. <laughs> it was so funny. Nice. Um You rebel. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I had enough I had enough credit senior year to gradu- to graduate without having, like I worked hard so that I could do nothing my senior year.
1: Yep. That's how you should do it.
0: Oh yeah, I had more than enough credits. All I had to do was show up.
1: Definitely work your ass off on your freshman and sophomore year. Yeah. So that way, you'll be a little softer on your junior. Yeah. And senior, be like, meh.
0: Oh, and you know what's fucked up is I missed half of my uh, sophomore year
1: because oh, wow. I broke my knee. Oh.
0: So I missed from April vacation to the last week of school.
1: That's vacation though.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, and I still had enough credits. All I had to do was just show up, which is great. So we would just wander the school and just be like, where... You gotta like, pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we'd just be like, if somebody said anything, well, why are you supposed to be doing that display case down there? Well, yeah, but we're doing research. <laughs> I want to see how these look.
1: See? We gotta pass. <laughs> Leave me alone.
0: <laughs> what is it? And I would, I would just make up shit and the teacher would roll his eyes and just be like, go, whatever. <laughs> I'd be like, um... What, what was the one time I said, I need to go i faked hiccups (laughs) i faked hiccups i shouldn't tell people this i faked hiccups and then i was like i need to go get a drink of water and then he was like okay (laughs) now here's the thing there was on the floor below there was a soda machine right so all if you were cool you could get to the soda machine and get your soda before the lady who ran the class across the hall from the soda machine caught you. Like, it was like a thing. You had to get in there and get out. It was like a robbery. You needed, and you needed, you needed a lookout, right? So I said, I have hiccups. I need to go get a drink of water. So the teacher's like, okay, and, you know, I'll give you a pass. So you go down to the the bub- the bubbler, as we say here in Massachusetts, or bubbler. Um, and, I, and I said, okay, great. And then I said, I need Christina to come. And he goes, why? And I said, in case I drowned. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have hiccups and drink water, you'll drown. So he was like, what? And I said, I promise you. I said, if something happens, it's on your head. I'll go by myself.
1: Because back then, we couldn't say, just Google it. It's true. Yeah.
0: So then he goes, fine. So he wrote the two of us a hall pass so we could go. <laughs> so I we ran out. I... I gave her my money, and I was the lookout.
1: Shut up and take my money. Yeah,
0: shut up and take my money. And she got two things of soda. We walked back into class with soda, and the teacher's like, where did you guys go? Well, we went for a walk. I needed the hiccups to go away.
1: Right. teacher doesn't want you sitting here hiccuping for 45 minutes. No, it
0: hurts. It hurts my sternum. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: It's very painful. You ever have hiccups for more than three minutes? It
1: sucks. (laughs) <laughs> I recently had him for like a whole afternoon, and my my chest was Aww. very sore. That by that night and yeah. the next morning,
0: yeah, it hurts. <laughs> did you did you ever do stupid shit like that in school? I can't believe the shit I got away with. <laughs> See, I I always looked very innocent, so people would be like, "Oh, okay."
1: I wanted to, but I was the type that was worried about getting in trouble and having to listen to my parents.
0: Oh, yeah. See. I was the third kid who never caused any trouble, so it was like, I had a lot of leeway. I had a lot of leeway. I probably could have murdered somebody in 7-Eleven, and my parents would still be like, well, you know, did you clean up after yourself?
1: You at least take some candy home. I know.
0: Did you pick up the things I asked you Oh, no.
1: All I wanted was a thing of milk.
0: <laughs> what is that from, uh, from Sesame Street? Loaf of, loaf of bread, container of milk, and a stick of butter?
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and the, the little Muppet, the whole way there? Loaf of bread, container of milk, stick of butter. Loaf <laughs> of bread, container of milk, stick of butter.
1: I forget what happened. Did you like forget it by the time you got to the store?
0: I think so, yeah. <laughs> if memory serves.
1: <laughs> I want to look that up now.
0: Yeah, it's funny. Good. You can look that up in your free time. Yeah. Have a have a go at it. Now, you know I milked that display project the whole senior year. The whole senior year I milked wow. that project. Good for you. That's <laughs> Fucking <laughs> right! <laughs> <laughs> Fucking right. Oh yeah.
1: Well I like have to been around and see this tower.
0: <laughs> Same tower. <terror. laughs> Same thing. <laughs>
1: Sounds I need, funny.
0: I need help. <laughs> <laughs> I need moral support to do this work.
1: <laughs> she also needs milk. <laughs>
0: <bread. laughs> Loaf of bread, container of milk,
1: <laughs> stick Take of a butter. butter.
0: So you didn't, you didn't do anything like that?
1: No, I wanted nothing, to, but...
0: Nothing stupid.
1: Not with my parents.
0: <laughs> I, I get it. <laughs> I get it.
1: Like, I didn't have, like, the most strict parents, but they were <laughs> stern.
0: I the way you said that. They were like,
1: but they were stern. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like, nope, let's not piss them off.
0: No. No.
1: I'm, I'm trying to figure out how we got got to this point from Comic Con.
0: I don't know. I don't know where we, how we got down this road.
1: That's why I'm like not really talking right now. I'm trying to think. I you trying know. to think of the path? Yeah.
0: <laughs> D- don't. You can't. No. You'll get it in playback. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It'll all be there for for, for you. Yeah. And I guarantee, when you listen to it back, you'll be like, "How the fuck did that even happen?" <laughs> I don't know. Well, I mean the um, the soda machine story was actually uh, actually just popped in my head the other day. I said, "Oh yeah, I remember I used to do that."
1: That was a good pop. <laughs> it
0: was. <laughs> it really was.
1: Anyways, <laughs> I back. do like that story though.
0: Oh, yeah, well, thank you. That's a lovely story. It's heartwarming mm-hmm. story.
1: Still not surprised Gutenberg canceled. <laughs> I'm so
0: sorry for you. We
1: we almost foreseen this.
0: Yeah, you know what? What it was we? We probably should have been ready for it because they never ever put his price on the on the the website.
1: No, and at one point his picture kind of vanished from the main page, but he was still there on the price page. Hmm. And then he shows up again on the main page, just to be put down the cancellation like a few days later. <laughs>
0: Aww. Aww. I was at
1: work when I saw this and I took a picture with my phone and I sent it to her and said, See?
0: <laughs> Literally, that's exactly what he did too. See? <laughs> I'm sorry. I feel so bad. Mm. Damn, Gutenberg.
1: Watch, he won't even friend book me either. <laughs> <laughs> friend book
0: me? <laughs> Come on, Steve! Be my friend on Friendbook!
1: At least give me that.
0: I think he should provide you with some kind of address to write him to. That's what I would do.
1: Or he can contact me, I'll give him mine, and he can mail me a photo.
0: That too! He can Friendbook you and get your address (laughs) and contact you properly. Yeah.
1: Or even better, if Mm -hmm. if he's not so busy and has a free day and he's out this way... Yeah. Hey, Sean, how about I meet you somewhere?
0: Oh, now you're just.
1: Yeah, now I'm scraping the bottom of that barrel. Yeah, of that yeah.
0: One. But still. What are you going to do with the other wishes the genie grants you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> give me lots of money. Yeah. Some I need for Comic-Con. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I need money. Sean, what was the thing you told me about the. You said, uh, I don't want to give the joke away. But you were like, "Oh, I need a sign." <laughs> she sees Sean on the side of the road with the signs, like "We'll work for Comic Con
1: money." <laughs> uh, I mentioned to you about how Comic Con's gonna make me so poor. Yeah, you'll see me out on the corner with the signs saying, "We'll work for money." Comic Con did this to me. <laughs> Comic
0: Con did this to me. <laughs> That's what it was. Comic Con did this to me. Oh. <laughs> oh.
1: You sent me that back, laughing my ass off with the crying, I, laughing. I
0: actually did laugh like out loud, <laughs> which I hate doing in an office. I was let's I was watching something on YouTube, and uh, on in my, in my office, and uh, I started laughing, and the girl in the next cube, who's like who's basically kind of like me, she just sits there and doesn't work, she doesn't say anything, like she started laughing. <laughs> And she was like, "What are we laughing about?" I'm like, "I can't, <laughs> I can't share it with you." <laughs> and that's that. I'm waiting for
1: him to be there too. <laughs> Who, Paul Rubens. Yeah.
0: That actually, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about Paul Rubens it's being special a special surprise
1: called. guest.
0: Pee Wee Herman. Hmm. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I I wouldn't like. You know, be like. Woo! Paul Rubin! <laughs> like, I don't, he's not like... It wouldn't be like a wow factor to me. I think it'd be just... I think it'd be more strange than anything. it be like, Is that Paul Rubin?
1: Now that he was in Gotham, it'd be cool to meet him too.
0: Yeah. He wasn't bad in that. He didn't have a huge role though. No. I was kind of hoping Last he'd be time around. on there
1: it was him as like a ghostly figure.
0: Yeah. That kind of sucked. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Daddy, oh yeah, you are. I don't have. Well, to you were in high school. I don't have to see it. I lived it. <laughs> Thank goodness there was no like YouTube or anything back then. All the stupid shit I did would have ended up <laughs> on like YouTube.
1: Somewhere out there, someone's got actual footage.
0: Nope.
1: <laughs> there VHS. might be. There
0: might be a photo of it. <laughs> But definitely not like video.
1: No big camera. Uh, video recorders?
0: No, no! My god, you needed the shoulders of a linebacker to carry those <laughs> things. The old school cameras?
1: Load that VHS tape in there?
0: No! Oh. <laughs> Let's do stuff.
1: We got a little news segment for you. Not news news. So, some things on, going out there.
0: That was annoying. I promise not to do it again. <laughs> hmm. Yes. Hey, hey, ladies and gentlemen. I bet you're wondering what's been Bill Murray been up to lately.
1: No, oh, not really. No. no I
0: mean, <laughs> oh, I spend my nights up, <laughs> like hoping Bill Murray's done something, and he didn't let me down. So Bill Murray, apparently,
1: we should throw a party someday and hope that he just crashes it.
0: <laughs> we should invite him. He might show up.
1: He's got nothing else to do right now.
0: <laughs> he's not. I actually it seems
1: cool enough that he would.
0: For this this article, I actually went to um, <clears throat> to IMDb because I wanted to see. If, like I, I was gonna say, like, oh, he's got this project and this. He really doesn't have anything he's working on right now.
1: He's too busy crashing parties. <laughs>
0: I guess I would. I would freaking love to be that level, though. I would do that all the time. Mm. People would be sad to see me coming. <laughs> They'd be like, "Yeah, she comes again," and but I wouldn't stay. I would just crash your party and then be like,
1: "Bye." Ooh, a few photo bombs.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't
1: drink. Leave. I don't.
0: I don't like parties. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like parties, but I want to crash strangers. <laughs> so apparently, there's a Groundhog Day musical. Which I thought, I heard about, but I thought it was a joke. Mm
1: -hmm. Apparently not.
0: It's real, you guys. It's real.
1: Dun, dun, dun.
0: So the headline of this story is Bill Murray relived (laughs) Groundhog Day again
1: at the Broadway
0: musical and cried. (laughs) He cried, you guys. That's so moving. Ball four? What a sensitive (laughs) man. Ball eight. (laughs) Bill Murray returned to Groundhog Day again. Oh, by the way, if you haven't seen Grindhog Day, you should definitely watch it. It's a great movie. It's one of those underrated films. It is. People don't appreciate it, and it's a good movie.
1: It was around, like, 93, wasn't it? 92, uh, 93, 8?
0: Yeah, 93, 94.
1: Around there.
0: Yeah, it's a good movie. So on Tuesday, the 66-year-old comedian went back in time. Gonna get back in time. <laughs> do,
1: do, do, do. I'm still in my phase. <laughs>
0: Taking in a performance of Groundhog Day, the Broadway musical based on his hit 1993 movie. Got the year right. Woo! Boom. About a cranky TV weatherman who gets stuck.
1: <laughs> who yeah. Gets
0: stuck in a time warp. and drop. While covering the Groundhog Day ceremonies in Puxatani, Pennsylvania, and is forced to relive the same day over and over and over and over and over and over and over again until he gets it right. <laughs> I added all the overs, by the way. <laughs> I'm an improv genius. (laughs) It was Murray's first time seeing the musical, which was nominated for seven 2017 Tony Awards and took home London's Olivier Award for Best Musical.
1: Congrats. Woo!
0: (laughs) (laughs) And according to reports from the New York Times, it was an emotional outing for Murray, who was said to be visibly sobbing at the end of the performance. Aww. (laughs) What brought him to tears? The ticket price. <laughs> <laughs> no. what brought him to tears? The idea that we just have to try again. Murray told the Times, describing the story's main message: "We just have to try again. It's such a beautiful, powerful idea." He likely wasn't the only one who broke down Tuesday night, after being greeted with a round of applause during, uh, upon his entrance into the <laughs> <woo-hoo>, <laughs> entrance into the August Wilson Theater. Fans in the audience flocked to the SNL alum with photo requests at intermission and after the show. Murray graciously posed for photos, the time said, offering one-liners and even sharing his junior mints with two (laughs) young boys. I got Bill Murray's junior mints. What a story to tell somebody. Bill Murray shared his junior mints with me.
1: I didn't need them. They are in a frame.
0: Yeah, I know. They were in my pocket and now they're squished.
1: And try explaining that to anybody in the future. Mm. These Junior Mints were from Bill Murray. Yeah. Sure they are. (laughs) Right.
0: You're a lying sack of shit, Billy. (laughs) (laughs) Billy! (laughs) Billy?
1: I love Junior (laughs) Mints. They're so fresh.
0: They're minty. (laughs) I love them. (laughs) Buy this gun. Um, He was... He was just as generous with bartenders tipping $50 on water while asking, is this too much for a glass of water? Yes. If you're the bartender, no. (laughs) There were jokes throughout, of course. When one audience member told him he looked taller and thinner, Murray reportedly responded, yeah, I've been working out.
1: (laughs) Typical Bill Murray response. here's the
0: thing. Bill Murray, and I I know this... um, from research. Bill Murray is one of those people who will not sign things for you. Oh, he won't sign things for you, but he will do a photo with you because, and he will give you what he calls the Bill Murray experience. That's not sexual or anything. (laughs) It's like, he feels that autographs are too impersonal and he wants to give you a story. Uh. So, I mean, like, that's really cool. It is so in lieu of an autograph, I would love for Bill Murray to like hand me a junior mint and <laughs> <clears throat> I don't know
1: is that why he's going around crashing parties?
0: I guess, but I mean, he'll do photos and stuff, but he won't he won't sign things so
1: well, are you sure that kind of seems a little dickish. um
0: I don't know I see his point I do
1: <clears throat> I mean it's cool that he wants to give you the experience right he's willing to do that. Some fans, they want a little proof that they met you.
0: You have a photo. He'll be happy to take a photo with you. <laughs> I guess. Well, you can just, like, here's my camera. Why don't you take some photos? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Who knows type of photos he would do. I am picturing him. All right, come here. Give me your phone. Sophie here. Sophie there. He opens up his pants. <laughs> Sophie here. There you go. <laughs> Look, I got a picture of Bill Murray's underwear. Oh. He took it himself
0: Jockeys
1: That's my experience
0: (laughs) That's my experience with Bill Murray I don't know about anybody else's
1: Yeah let me scroll through Alright this picture here on my phone is me and Bill Me and Bill Bill's junk (laughs) (laughs) Swear I didn't take that one
0: I didn't even ask He did it all on his own Yeah All on his own Completely his idea so what? Uh, what else? <laughs> Moving on from Bill Murray's junk. <laughs> you know what? I'll ask him for a, a friend book. <laughs> <laughs> I'll ask him on Friend Book why he doesn't sign. Maybe I get an answer for you.
1: First thing I have is NBC between Jill Cargman and Seth Meyers. They plan on rebooting the Munsters. Why? I don't know. <laughs>
0: Why the monsters?
1: When I was talking to my coworkers about this, mm-hmm. the traffic officer in the next room behind me came out and gave me his opinion. He oh. says, that's going to fail quick. <laughs> that's a bad idea.
0: Oh, wow.
1: And you cannot read you the monsters the way they were. And with the entire cast, only two of them are still alive.
0: Um. Well, so obviously they're going to have to get different cast. But here's the thing, it was, um, it's been attempted already. Yes. Uh, who, wait, don't, don't, don't tell me. Um. I don't remember who. (laughs) Oh, shit. I want to say Brian Fuller, but that's probably the wrong name. Fuller shit? (laughs) It was the guy who did, um, Dead Like Me. You're not dead. (laughs) There's a show called Dead Like Me, I don't remember if it was on Showtime or HBO. I only know the show because my husband likes it. Um, and the guy. So the guy who created that show tried to do a Munsters reboot, and it it just didn't. It ended up being like a made-for-TV movie or something. I think it, it just was. Tanked. It just. Um.
1: Uh,
0: it just. It wasn't any good.
1: NBC and Universal previously took a stab at rebooting the Munsters several years ago
0: mm-hmm. as
1: an hour-long series written by Brian Fuller.
0: Brian Fuller. Bullshit. Oh, Tara,
1: high-five me. <laughs> Bill, high-fiver. <laughs> it resulted in the big-budget pilot Mockingbird Lane, hmm? directed by Brian Singer and starring Jerry O'Connell as family patriarch Herman Munster, <makes noise> Portia de Rossi as his wife Lily, <makes noise> Eddie Izzard as Grandpa, and Charity Wakefield as Cousin Marilyn, which aired as a Halloween special. In 2012.
0: Okay, I... I forgot that Eddie Izzard was in this. As Grandpa? That's almost interesting. I'd actually like to see Eddie Izzard as Herman Munster.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that... I think that could be good.
1: But... You know something, Lily. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Did they... Do we have any... We probably don't know anything like in terms of who's going to star in it. Mm. If Seth Meyers is doing it, he's probably going to be in it, right?
1: Mm. Because
0: you know, although doesn't he have a late night show?
1: It's, I think it does.
0: Yeah, he should be busy. Be busy.
1: Uh, it's not mentioning who's going to be possibly in it. Okay. Basically, this whole thing is just announcing that they they got it in development. It's in the works.
0: Okay. So I probably haven't cast
1: it yet. Inspired by original series, half-hour, single camera, The Munsters, now in development, mm-hmm. follows members of an upbeat family who are determined to stay true to themselves but struggle to fit in the hipster Brooklyn.
0: Oh, it's going to be hipster <laughs> Brooklyn?
1: hmm In the original, The Munsters resided at famous 1313 Mockingbird Lane in the city of Mockingbird Heights, a fictional suburb in California. Going from West Coast to East Coast.
0: I, I want to hate it, but the idea of it being in Brooklyn, there's so much they could do with that.
1: Yeah. That's probably why they're trying it.
0: Mm. You know what? Everything will hinge on who, who stars in it.
1: True. That usually makes or breaks it, too.
0: Yeah. So you're going to need somebody really good.
1: You know who would be a great Herman Monster though? I really forget his name right now. Okay. He was the uh, the cop brother on um, Everybody Loves Raymond he was the Oh, Brad Garrett Yes He used to do uh, Herman Munster on a stand-up And mm. he sounded just like Fred Gwang Who was the original Herman Munster He does a great one And he's a tall guy
0: He's a tall guy And he's not doing anything
1: There you go, there's your Herman <laughs> Munster
0: We are casting this bitch for you, Seth <laughs> All the work is being done You
1: really need to get him it would be a great Herman.
0: There you go, the wife. Uh, I don't know. I don't know who could play the wife.
1: Maybe Elizabeth Daly can be uh, Marilyn.
0: <laughs> you just want to see her and stuff.
1: Yes, I do.
0: <laughs> Lurch. Huh. No, wait. That was the Adams family. Lurch was in the Adams family, right? Yeah. <laughs> I have a completely yes. different family.
1: You ring right. And Hammer did a uh, song for that for the movie. Did he? Mm-hmm. Adam. I think it's called Adam Family Values. Hmm. But basically, oh. the Adams family.
0: So the first movie was it Raul, Raul Julia something who played uh. Yeah. The the title the the. the
1: League guy with the mustache. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then in the second one. Was it Tim Curry?
1: I don't know. If it was, I want to see that now.
0: <laughs> I thought Tim Curry was in one of the Adams family movies. I don't know. Give me a second. Oh, <laughs> well, that You can, talk. That makes me that means I got to talk. Yeah. Oh, for frick's sake. <laughs> I feel like I feel like Tim Curry was in the Adams family thing. I I could co- completely wrong. And what was his name? Adam the Adams family have um Morticia was the the wife.
1: Angelica Houston Yeah. was in that. Yeah. She was probably Lily. Right. No, she was Morticia.
0: Right. Did I not say that? No, I did not. I think you did. I don't know.
1: I might have said Lily's still having monsters on my head.
0: (laughs) Well, we went from one to the other, so.
1: Christopher Lloyd was Uncle Fester.
0: (sighs) That, actually, I remember him being decent as Uncle Fester.
1: Christina Ritchie was uh, Wednesday.
0: Right. Is this the first one or the second one?
1: I think this is the first one. Okay. John Aston.
0: John Aston. Oh, okay. Sean Aston's daddy. <laughs> is he really? Yeah. He yeah. really is, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh John Aston was a, a character actor. He was in a ton of stuff.
1: Oh, I didn't know this. Wow. Debbie Derryberry. No way. She was uh she was Wednesday on that one. Really? I never knew that. Oh. See, I know her as one of the clowns on the segment "My Father, the Clown," on the old TV show *Hey, Vern! It's Ernest*. Hmm. And I recently became friends with her on Friendbook.
0: On the Friendbook.
1: <laughs> and I've talked with her back and forth a few times.
0: Oh, now you can tell her. You know, you know, mm. you know all about the Adams family.
1: You know who else is on here? The lady that was a secretary on Ferris Bueller.
0: Oh, Edie McClurg? Yep. Boom!
1: Yep, she was on this too.
0: She probably played a nosy neighbor or something. That was like (laughs) all she did was play nosy neighbors.
1: I hated her nosy neighbor on Small Wonder. Really? Her tagline was, no, 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 no! (laughs) That was so annoying.
0: Actually, actually... This so is are talking Eileen McClurg, aside from Ferris Bueller, and she's been in a million things. Yes, um, I loved her in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles.
1: Yeah, she was a clerk at the. She was a clerk at terminal. the the
0: rental thing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, Steve Martin goes on a a, a rant, <laughs> uh, an X rated rant, where he's yelling f bombs at her and blah blah blah. And then uh, she looks at him and she delivers that cold line. She just, boom. And that's the best. I love that scene for that when she just looks at him and is like, and hits him with it. If you haven't seen it, watch it. Watch it around Thanksgiving. It's a, I watch it every year, every Thanksgiving.
1: That's the best time to do it. Cause oh,
0: yeah. It's a Thanksgiving movie.
1: <laughs> that's when it, uh, the time frame is in that movie. Yeah. After you watch this Thanksgiving. Wait a couple weeks, and then for Christmas, watch The Ref.
0: Oh, I love The Ref. We we so can't talk about holiday movies right now. This is August. Right. I have no August movies for you.
1: I got one right here, actually.
0: Oh, hey! Look at Sean creeping up with the August movies. Bam! Let's do it.
1: Mine has to do with Annabelle Creation that's coming out. So they finally get it right for the living doll, which means... (laughs) They're doing something now that they should have done two movies ago.
0: Which is what, Sean?
1: Have the doll actually be up and alive and moving around and no. doing the killing and all that shit, like Chucky?
0: Now, I can't. a <laughs> hey, one second. Because I don't, I don't really watch these movies, so I can, I only go by hearsay. Now, I was under the impression that that's what those movies were it's supposed to be. And Sean was telling me, like, no, no, the doll just <laughs> chilling. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and the first one, The Conjuring, when they introduce Annabelle,
0: Mm.
1: pretty much it's her spirit that's kind of killing, and the doll doesn't really do much, but you see one scene where the head kind of just moves on its own.
0: Ooh.
1: Oh, dear. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh. I like it when you get the doll to really move and walk around and...
0: Like... I thought that's what it was.
1: Mm-hmm. The origin of the story of the demonic doll was introduced in a supporting role in The Conjuring then got her own regrettable standalone film in the next year with <laughs> director David Sandberg, who did the movie Lights Out, which is another horror film. That was pretty good. Yeah, That was short, though. It was an hour and, like, 16 minutes. Oh,
0: my niece saw that movie! My niece saw it and then couldn't go to bed next.
1: <laughs> I was just watching the trailer for that. You see this woman, she's in this room. She, yeah. she feels like something's there she turns the light off and you can see this uh, female shadow figure
0: hmm. and
1: then she sees it and she freaks out and turns the light on and it's gone yeah uh, she turns the light off it's closer to her oh god and she turns the light on again it's gone
0: yep just light on she, light on she turns
1: the light off again and it's right in front of her
0: nope light on <laughs> <laughs> precisely. Keep that light on. Can you imagine if she was doing this? Turning it off and on, off and on, off and on. We'll
1: watch it go like this.
0: <laughs> be like a flip book.
1: <laughs> he lets the story breathe and gives it credibility that it would be possible it is night and day from its predecessor, which is very good news indeed. Indeed! Perhaps it helped that I saw it with a packed audience when it sneaked in June at the LA Film Festival to screaming and appreciative crowd at the Ace in downtown. But Annabelle creation succeeds in its own terms and is definitely a horror fan pleaser. Ooh. That sounds good. <laughs> well, yeah. The <laughs> story picks up several years after uh, opening where Annabelle, the beloved seven-year-old daughter of Sam and Esther, is killed in an auto accident. Oh, well, that means she's going to see Uncle Jesse. <laughs> It's like we smashed it. Hey, because <laughs> then the Dukes of Hazard, everybody's, Bo and Luke's parents were killed in a car accident. And... <laughs> Still overwhelmed.
0: You're going to stay with your uncle, <laughs> but he wears overalls.
1: <laughs> they're not overalls. They're dungarees. <laughs> dungarees with straps to go over your shoulders. <laughs>
0: I am dead. (laughs) I am just dying. They're dungarees.
1: (laughs) Still overwhelmed with grief, after all these years, they decide to welcome a group of orphaned schoolgirls and their supervising nun into their farmhouse for shelter. After their home goes south on them, Esther isn't as much help as she never really got over her daughter's death and largely confined to bedroom upstairs. Former toy maker Sam tries to make the best of these things for his daughter's memory, but warns the girls not to go in a locked room or explore other areas in the house. Of course, they do just that. Oh. Especially uh, Janice and her BFF, Linda, who basically are shunned by the older girls and forced to bunk together. Know the time they discover the dead daughter's old bedroom, as well as one used as a space for designing the doll's outfits. This can't go well. <laughs> and doesn't. Oh. It's not going to go well. As a demonic wooden doll soon takes on a life of its own and stalks the whole house. It is basically where this picture goes from there, but works somehow against all odds, even solving the problem for the first one where the doll just wasn't that frightening when you consider she was just sitting there.
0: (sighs) Are you okay? (laughs) That took a lot out of you,
1: huh? Yeah. At the same time, I'm trying to say this in like a... um, like, the narrators, the, the voiceovers during, like, the previews or something. Ah. So, <laughs> summarize it. Annabelle creation is going to be awesome. It's going to be the way any Annabelle movie should have been.
0: I just hope that it lives up to what people want it to be.
1: Mm-hmm. From the way it sounds, that's the way I want it to be. <laughs> I am looking forward to It.
0: That is next month. Yep. Beginning of September. It.
1: Should be in October.
0: Comes out. Yeah, I don't know why. All
1: these should be in October.
0: I don't know why they're doing it in, in September. I never understood that.
1: And I think next year they got another... Uh, yeah, I won't say next year. They got another Saw movie coming out.
0: No way! Yep. Really? <laughs>
1: I'm not sure what it's called right now, but...
0: Seesaw? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's... then Alright, so... The see, Seesaw in next Next Year. Do they have any good... I wonder if they have any good Halloween stuff coming.
1: I haven't heard of much. That sucks. I, I used to, like... Five years ago, ten years ago, we'd hear, like, ten different movies coming mm. out. Horror films coming out around October. Yeah, Now it's just pretty much we we'll throw this one out here and we'll wait like three months and throw that one out there. And...
0: Oh, it's September. Pumpkin spice and horror movies. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All horror movies should come out in October. Yeah. It's the month of Halloween. It's perfect. You got a couple different Fridays, so use that. So use it. You have all
0: those Fridays, and you're not using any of them. Hmm. My goodness. What the hell. <laughs> For serious.
1: So now we're moving on to uh, something I found about Game of Thrones. Oh. For all you Game of Thrones fans out there.
0: Oh, there are so many.
1: <laughs> I'm sure no, there, there
0: are. It's a very popular. I'm not being. I'm not being a dick. It's a very popular show.
1: Mm -hmm, It is. I never got into it myself, but...
0: I have not seen one episode. Yeah, And that irks my nephew so much. (laughs) Because he's like... He talks about it like it's... uh, I will never see anything better on television. (laughs) You will never see anything better than Game of Thrones, Tara. And I... I just can't sit... And, like, I don't... I was like, what is it? Is it, like, medieval? I don't...
1: Sounds like it would be.
0: I don't, you know... It was like a King Richard's
1: fair kind of thing. I mean, so. Uh, One fan spotted something creepy in one of the scenes from Game of Thrones. There may be a ghost hanging around Winterfell. And we're not talking about Jon Snow's direwolf. One of the most talked about scenes from Game of Thrones is Season 7, Episode 4, Besides the Dragon. (laughs) <laughs> was the sparring session between Era and Brenny of Tarth. First, the fight was just awesome, but more significantly, it may have established Aera as the best swordsman in Westeros. Now, the scene has drawn attention for other reasons. One fan thinks they may have spotted the actual ghost of Caitlyn Stark in the background. The moment it happens right after Aera reminds Brenny of her vow to Caitlyn. Quote, you swore to serve both my brother, my mother's daughters. <laughs> I'm sorry, not like a Spaceballs movie. I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, your father's brother's, brothers and nephews, nephew's former, former roommate. roommate. As Rediger points out, at the word mother, you can see a woman in a long dress with long auburn-waving hair with her head down walking past in the background towards the gate. Now, when I saw this article, they actually had the video there. So you got them talking to each other. There's a third guy just standing there, and then there's like a little gate or fence in the background, and you do see a woman walk right at it, and she just disappears. Hmm. But she, I question it because she's very, very solid. Oh, okay. Like she doesn't, so she's not like you can see through her or anything. Mm-hmm. But she does look very solid, and she just disappears in the fence. These days, with all the photoshopping and stuff that you can do, I question it. It's one of those things that you have to be there on the set to actually see this. Okay. Or even just looking at the playback after you just shot the scene.
0: But, here's what Tara's going to do. I'm going to tell my nephew Hmm. that there was a ghost. (laughs) Because that'll that'll freak him out. That'll freak him out. Be like, what? (laughs) Oh, look, there's a ghost on the Game of Thrones uh, set.
1: No! Uh, It continues by saying, since the character was included in the show and because every line and appearance on Game of Thrones is so critical, fans think the Caitlyn Stark-looking character in the background could be a creepy Stoneheart nod. After all, in the books, Stoneheart plays a critical role in and Parduk's story. Game of Thrones people, if I'm mispronouncing (laughs) these names, I apologize.
0: You know what? I am just picturing Game of Thrones fans being like, that is not how you say it.
1: That's running through my mind while I'm reading this.
0: Don't tweet us angry tweets.
1: So yeah, I don't watch the show. I don't know how you really say these. I hope I'm saying them close to right. It says, perhaps it's even a subtle Easter egg from Martin, who has admitted he was disappointed. Stoneheart was excluded from the HBO series. Oh, there's no reason why I don't watch it then. I don't get HBO. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a good reason for not watching Game of Thrones now. <laughs> when watching the scene from the latest episode, the mysterious character seemed to appear two times. First, you see here when Eris says the line about Bernie's vow to Caitlyn, and Redditor, who agrees the moment is creepy as heck, points out the character seems to appear later as well behind... Error. Is this just a coincidence? Could that be Caitlin? Did Game of Thrones just do a bizarre crossover with Murder from Brave? Who the fuck knows?
0: Read the book. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> if it's unintentional, it's awesome. If not, more awesome. Caitlin checking on Brenny keeping her vows. Either
0: way, it sounds like people would think it was awesome.
1: It is. But like I said, I'm skeptic about it because of what you can do these days. I mean, I'd watch the video, she goes... Ooh.
0: <laughs> you don't have to beat up the mic about it, Sean. I'm
1: always beating up the mic.
0: Yeah, it did nothing to you.
1: But she does walk towards the the, uh, the gate and just disappears. Yeah. But like I said, she's just too solid looking to be ghostly. Who knows?
0: That's like that, um, do you remember that old uh, urban legend about the three men and a baby movie? Yes. Which, by the way, it had Steve Gutenberg in it. Who? Oh? oh, is he dead <laughs> to you now? No. Oh, okay. If
1: he hasn't friendbook me and give me an autograph, <laughs> yes.
0: has... me? We need to be friends on friendbook! Uh,
1: this is my main favorite on Police Academy, because we've got the same last name.
0: Okay! Uh, I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> if, you know what, if he's not gonna, like, at least try to, um... I don't want to say it like a dick, like, oh, you should make it up to you, but, I mean, obviously you're a fan, and you're not going to get to see him, because he canceled this thing. Twice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. So, it's like, you know, if he can't, like, provide you with his agent address or something, be like, here, you know, write me here, and I'll...
1: I'll send you a photo. You yeah. i would be fine.
0: Yeah, I wish I could have afforded to 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 have gone uh, to the Boston Comic Con because Billy West was going to be there. Yeah, uh, I figured uh, you would meet him. Yeah, and uh, tell him
1: show up and take my money. <laughs> <laughs> he would and love that.
0: I wrote him on Twitter actually, and I was like, "Actually, oh, I'm not going to be able to see you. I, you know, I had some problems. Blah blah blah." And I was hoping he'd be like, "Oh, that all right?" And but he never said anything. <laughs>
1: Well, in that's that case, since you're a your big fan, I'll have you come as my guest. How about that?
0: I've talked to him on Twitter before, too, so I was like, oh, maybe he'll, uh... Help like, you up? Yeah, here's my, uh... Here's,
1: here's my, my number. Th- Call <laughs> me, maybe. Here's
0: my agent's address. Write to him and <laughs> tell him I said so. Yeah, oh, oh we started talking about the three minute baby thing.
1: Yeah, that's what I was I'm thinking, what the fuck were we talking about before <laughs> this? So I wanted to make that point. Right, so... So I'm sure a lot of people listening haven't seen Three Men and a Baby with Gutenberg.
0: Okay. okay. Tom Who, Selleck. Right. Ted Danson. Right. Bam. You got the trifecta right there.
1: Shit. Sure. Cop. You're me.
0: <laughs> Here comes my ride. <laughs> so the essence of this movie is that they get a baby dumped on them because they all dated the same woman. They're not sure whose baby it is. She was a whore. Yeah. A little bit.
1: Supposedly is uh Ted Danson's kid, though.
0: Oh, did we ever find out it was Ted Danson's kid? Yep. I don't know why I went up eight octaves when I said. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why my voice had to go. Up. I was almost <laughs> drinking. That's Ted Danson's kid. Billy. <laughs> Billy. <laughs> baby Lee. <laughs> so. So the the yeah so nobody knew whose baby it was. They all just said we're all gonna pitch in, and and do it all together. Like, like any guy would do
1: that. Oh, yeah, I got this. No problem. Yeah. yeah. that type of attitude. Yeah. I don't
0: think any guy would do
1: that. You got three guys juggling a baby, not knowing what to do, because none of them ever had kids. Right. In the film. Right. But there is a scene that we're trying to get to here for you.
0: <laughs> Are and we?
1: We're talking about ghostly figures. <laughs> there was one scene where the camera's following one or two of them into one room.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And in a corner right behind was sort of behind a um, curtain right. at a window.
0: Mm-hmm. You
1: see this kid standing there with like one of those old—I um, don't know what type of rifle gun that—that's called.
0: Oh, yeah. like a musket.
1: Yeah, he's mm. standing there with a musket. You just see him quickly, and then when they pan back, he's gone. At the time of taping, nobody even noticed mm-hmm. this. But then, like a while later, I think after it came on like VHS or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, back in our day. yeah that's when uh maybe one of the producers or somebody from the film uh, noticed that right but there's been many rumors that it was a ghostly kid no one saw him on the set it wasn't a real person Mm -hmm. and eventually i hear that it's a rumor that that was a cardboard stand-up
0: right but you know fiction is better than fact Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) i rather believe that was um like a, a ghostly kid that just showed up because yeah, I mean, was wearing like, clothes from like the 1800s or something.
0: Yeah, and let me tell you, um, that little rumor, are you alright? Breathing yeah. heavy. That little rumor like blew, like, everybody wanted to rent or buy Three Men and a Baby because of that rumor. It was like, oh, shit, we got to get Three Men and a Baby. <laughs> <laughs> and check out this ghost. Yeah. Everybody wanted to see it because we didn't have. I'm Ghost sure you can Hunter Google shows.
1: pictures or videos. Yeah, maybe YouTube's got them too.
0: Oh, uh, maybe I'll try to find one, posted up on the, our Instagram site, which you can follow at hashtag the word hashtag just saying on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Bang. So, <laughs> but actually, actually, actually now, yeah, actually, actually now with this HD, I wonder what it would I look def- like. I wonder what it look like an HD.
1: Because we had be cool. shitty
0: VHS back then. <laughs> so, you know, everything's grainy, and it's like, what is that? looks like a kid. Oh, <laughs> shit.
1: <laughs> Eventually, I think I'll go on eBay, and I'll get, get a copy and see if it um, yeah shows it.
0: How many Three Men and a Baby movies were there?
1: I think there's two. I think three th- Men and a Baby and Three Men and a Little Girl, or Three Men... No, Three Men and a Little Lady.
0: And then I feel like there was a third where she got married.
1: Maybe. Uh, I did not I, I didn't watch the second one. I didn't give a shit after No, that. me neither. nothing like the first one of a lot of movies.
0: Yeah. I always hated that when the sequel was so much worse than the the, the original movie. That's
1: why a lot of directors say when they're interviewed, it's yeah. so hard to do a sequel. Yeah. You can't live, really live up to the first one.
0: Especially if the first one was a blockbuster. Yeah. It's like, okay, this is a great example not a great example but it's the only example i have
1: it's great to
0: us (laughs) it's it's good to me uh ghostbusters right yes the sequel second it is not that bad it's not that bad it's a good movie but because it follows ghostbusters it it it's not as good so people like "Eh, it sucked yeah it sucked it's not gonna be as good as ghostbusters it's not gonna be as good as the first one right I mean, how are you going to do that? You can't.
1: This is bringing us back to Bill Murray.
0: Oh, it is! (laughs) It is! Uh, And I can't think of anything else he's done that has had sequels. So that's it. I
1: don't think Bill liked to do sequels. No. I think that was one of the reasons why.
0: No, I don't think so either.
1: He likes to keep it original and give you that experience.
0: uh, Rick Moranis is like that too.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, unless you're... um, Unless you're shrinking your kids a lot.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, you did a lot of those. Ow, my thumb just cracked. Did you hear that? <laughs> Ouch.
1: But Rick did come back for the second Ghostbusters.
0: He did, but he doesn't. He's like Bill. Mm-hmm. He doesn't really like to. to
1: he do probably that. just did it for like, to so go on a year. Yeah.
0: They, well, that's why Man-cast. he did They had asked him to be in the reboot, and he said no mm-hmm. because of that. Like he didn't want to. He's
1: retired too.
0: No, it's not that he's retired. It's funny because I heard this interview with him and he's like, I I want to work. He's like, everybody thinks I'm retired. <laughs> he has like a radio show or something now because, you know, nobody get calls. I'd call Rick Moranis. Yeah. Wiz, I don't have a project for him. I just want to call him.
1: <laughs> Rick, hey, come over here and be on the show.
0: Hey, Rick. How you doing? How you doing?
1: Suddenly Seymour.
0: <laughs> they're Ruby, they're, they are rebooting that as well. I'm interested. I'm interested. I'm you interested. Know, you're interested in a little Shabaharas reboot? Yeah. I don't know.
1: Could go either way. Yeah. Could look really awesome. Right. Could look shitty.
0: Mm-hmm. It depends. Are they going to CGI the plant? <clears throat> <laughs> Sean's really I'd surprised. hope
1: not. I'll I don't think with the technology that we have today, they could make a really cool looking plant. I don't know how, because I'm no engineer or anything, but...
0: Right. I'm picturing a CGI plant.
1: I really am. More than likely.
0: Yeah, I mean, that was...
1: If you're there on set, they're just reacting to nothing there.
0: (laughs) Have you ever seen, like, blue screen or slash green screen things where people are just having to react to nothing?
1: On the um, making of... Featurettes and stuff on DVDs, yeah.
0: Those are actually hilarious. I love it because you go, "Oh, really?" Like, I
1: have a um, I have an example right now.
0: Oh, let's air it.
1: Well, I'm in my phase.
0: <laughs> oh, here we go.
1: Back to the Future Two, <laughs> when Marty's looking around, checking out 2015. Yeah. He's looking at the screen uh, about Goldie Wilson's um, grandson or whatever selling cars. Right. And you got the Jaws thing coming out from behind him, the hologram. Right. So he had to react to nothing. Mm. That's fun. That was funny to watch.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's it's, it's uh, weird. Like when they have to go through the whole movie, um, like Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Uh, two characters in that movie are CGI, so they mm-hmm. literally had to have people in a green suit so that they could delete them. Mm-hmm. Uh, stand-in for these things. And...
1: Star Wars is like that.
0: Um, James Gunn, who directed it, had his brother be the stand-in for Rocket, the raccoon, and made him wear a raccoon outfit <laughs> for the whole thing. <laughs> and it's, a, it's it's adorable, actually. He's in this little raccoon outfit, and he's just like, eh, <laughs> here I am.
1: Yeah, they gotta have people dressed up in like a green bodysuit for right. Star Wars, too. Because they have to... How the lightsabers interact with somebody
0: oh you know a good uh another a, an awesome example of that is who framed roger rabbit oh yeah poor uh, uh bill bob hoskins
1: mm-hmm.
0: had to like pretend to choke roger rabbit and do all kinds of shit i mean
1: he had to do a um like a trick with his wrist
0: hmm? to
1: make the handcuff stand up and move around wow. when his handcuffed to roger rabbit
0: that's a good movie, by the way. If you haven't seen New Frame, Roger Rabbit, check it out. Robert Zemeckis.
1: Christopher Lloyd's in that.
0: Yes, he is.
1: Yeah. There
0: you go. We've brought you back around, kind yeah. of.
1: Robert Zemeckis did do that.
0: Yes, he did. Good movie.
1: I think he did that before Back to the Future 2. I don't know the timeline.
0: Hmm. I'm I don't, I'm not up on my Robert Zemeckis timeline. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I want to say yes.
0: Oh, speaking of timelines... Much like boys to men, we've come to the end of the road.
1: <laughs> Damn again.
0: I know. Which means I'm still gonna <laughs> shut up and Sean's gonna tell you something. Take it away, Sean!
1: Hey. Everybody, well, have a good everything?
0: How far I have to go to get out of frame.
1: <laughs> She's still getting out of frame? She's out of frame now.
0: I am the frame. Mwahaha! <laughs> <laughs> that's it I don't know (laughs) (laughs) Comic Con did this to me
1: (laughs) you'll see me out there with a sign on the street corner (laughs) Comic Con did this to me